joining us in our studios today, Josh Byers of the Tribune Democrat, education reporter. And here we are, Josh, as we are approaching the beginning of a new school year. You wouldn't think there would be all that much <laughs> going on, but my goodness, we have some musical chairs in uh, various districts yep. throughout the region and a lot of things we certainly have to talk about. Good morning to you. Good morning to you as well. I always love being here. And uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I can't believe that August is quickly approaching. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it's just a few weeks, honestly, just mm -hmm. a few weeks before the new school year with which is just shocking. All I have to do. <laughs> all I have to do is look at my calendar and know how my schedule changes. Mm -hmm. But uh, I go back to teaching at St. Francis on August 15th, which seems like a uh, uh, little early. Oh my a lot of colleges are going back a little bit earlier now than yep. what they've done. And again, that's uh, due to COVID. What what St. Francis, by the way, has, has figured out is that if you can begin in the early or mid part mm -hmm. of August, you can wrap up by Thanksgiving. I know a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of post-secondary schools did that, uh, this last year. They, they realized that start early, finish early, mm -hmm. which I know a lot of students were appreciative of. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, when you see that date approaching, you're like, Oh no, Oh no. But you realize that that is beneficial because the way it went before, the way St. Francis worked, and a lot of schools that have changed that seemed a little bit dumb in retrospect. And forgive me, any of my St. Francis bosses <laughs> that are hearing this conversation. Now, maybe I should take that back. But it just seemed like you're progressing through the semester, and then you have that, that week-long Thanksgiving break. Yep. You come back for another week or so of classes, and then you have finals. Yep. Why not just condense it, condense put it all it together. All. You don't need that break in the middle. I mean, it's nice to have, but get it all taken care of and take a longer break. It just, it does make sense, doesn't yeah. it? Yes, absolutely. And, I, you know, um, I think you also have to just look at the way school schedules in general have changed over yeah. the last probably 40 years mm -hmm. going from, and, and I think about this every time that I write a back to school story that I, or at, you know, whenever I talk to a graduate, the previous school year and I say, Oh, they'll be attending such and such in the fall or, you know, when school starts this fall and I, I write the sentence and I think, wow, that's so outdated mm -hmm. because school doesn't start in the fall anymore. That's right. We it's, you know, it's not the end of September that school is beginning. Now it's the beginning of August. Right. It's it just, it's just a wild thought. Mm. Uh, and I think that's in part due to, um, you know, educational leaders, probably at the state and federal level, realizing mm -hmm. that how important it is for, mm -hmm. for kids uh, and, and young adults to have as much curriculum time as possible yeah. and how crucial that is to their growth yeah. and their education. So. Yeah, change is good, and uh, I, I think that you're seeing that. Uh, Josh Byers, uh, education reporter, the Tribune Democrat, joining us. And uh, I know that uh, you were just at Westmont Hilltop High School. Mm -hmm. um, first of all, I am completely amazed at the way that that football stadium has been constructed. It appears as if this yeah. will be ready to go for the season. Oh, I just, it will be. It will I, be. I just asked uh, some, some prominent uh, Westmont people uh, graduates of the school district 
uh, does this affect the Saturday games now? And they looked at me and said, of course it does, you know? <laughs> there won't be no more games on nope. Saturday, except maybe once a year now. Like a, you know, it's just the, like a traditional homecoming, thing, yeah. Homecoming tradition. There's been controversy. There have been uh, obviously some stories attached to this, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, without getting political, um, I think this is good for the district. Oh, absolutely. And that was, uh, you know, I talked to the school board president, uh, Rob Gleason, about that, and he considers this a, a great experience for the entire community. Mm-hmm. You figure, um, yeah, and when I was at West Lawn, I'm doing a, a kind of a project on the district as a whole, uh, and part of that is, of course, with the renovations of, of Price Field. And, and in investigating that, I've discovered that, uh, or rather, I learned that Price Field dates back to the 1930s. Really? Named after a former, I believe, a school board member. It's pretty much remained unchanged since construction, what, uh, almost 100 years ago. Wow. It, it's, yeah, the field as yeah. a whole has has just been in that spot uh, back whenever the Westmont High School was where the elementary is now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Rob told me it was time. Yeah. You know, it was something that was kind of always in the back of his mind as he watched neighboring districts in the region yeah. build state-of-the-art facilities. And then you look at Westmont. And right. You've got almost a 100-year-old field. And, right. Um, you know, there are a lot of maintenance that goes into grass fields. And now they've got turf and brand new grandstands and these really cool um, directional LED lights that will... Uh, won't bother the houses or the people that live around the field mm-hmm. and a brand new track and they realign the field as well. They, they kind yeah. of turned it. I noticed that. So that the one, the far end zone is more up against, uh, you know, Monocker yeah. than where it was, you know, parallel right. in the past. Uh, and that just kind of allowed the, the field to fit better in its own footprint. Um, and to me, there's nothing like the Friday night home football game to bring yeah. out community. And yeah. that is what a lot of people up there said that they have missed out on. Now, that yeah. Saturday tradition, I think that's I think that's pretty cool for the you know for the schools that do that, that don't mm-hmm. have lights at their fields. But uh, an upgrade, uh, many believed were was necessary. And now that it's happened, you know, kudos on, on whoever's been constructing that because they put that up in just a short amount of time. Absolutely. They? Yeah. It's been, uh, Ooh, let me think. I think deconstruction began last fall mm-hmm. and it is going to be done for a ceremony on August 19th, a dedication ceremony, mm-hmm. the very first Friday night football game in Westmont Hilltop school district history wow. will be August 26th against central Cambria. Nice. Their yeah. home opener. Yeah. yeah. On August 26th. And again, you know, to think football season is not that far away. So I think that's, I think that is just, uh, just awesome. And, uh, you know, kudos there for the district for, uh, what they what they have there uh, the track I mean it's always been something uh, Im- impressive I have to tell you that um, when I lived in Westmont and even outside Westmont I've always taken advantage of uh, having that open uh, yeah. for, for people so that's that's always been a nice well, thing that the district has done and I know that that's uh, part of part of Rob Gleason's plan is to keep those facilities open to the community awesome you know, he really recognizes the fact that these facilities are, are paid for by the taxpayers mm-hmm. 
you know, by the residents and the, they should be open to the residents. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's part of kind of a grander plan of his, as far as recreation goes in the West Hills area, which will be really interesting to, to see develop over, over the next few months and years. Ah, very good. Very good. And, um, also I know a couple of recent reports that you did, uh, uh, front page uh, a couple of weeks ago. I understand that uh, Winber School District has a new principal at the at the high school. Yeah, they do. I, I think you might know her. Yeah, she has a <laughs> she has a familiar name. Absolutely, yes. And uh, let let me tell you, uh, Kim Moore, uh, my wife, is the new uh, principal at uh, Winber Winber School District, and the people of Winber have just been so kind, uh, just so wonderful. Um, you know, the people that we've talked to that have come out, you know, we've been at graduation parties. Oh, congratulations, blah, blah, blah. I tell my wife, enjoy the honeymoon period now, Kim, <laughs> because once the school year begins, you know, it's all going to be yep. your fault. So, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is, uh, I, I wrote, I talked to Kim, um, a couple of weeks ago, whenever she, it was announced that she was going to be the, uh, the principal, which by the way, congratulations to her, mm-hmm. um, but she is uh, she's one of, of many kind of administrative uh, switcheroos going on right. <laughs> at Greater Johnstown. Uh, you know, she she left for for Wimber and, and said she did so because it's uh, her home district, yeah. and an opportunity that made sense for her, which I don't blame her here. And uh, right. her colleague Molly O'Neill went to Ferndale mm-hmm. uh, a couple of weeks prior from Johnstown Elementary and. Uh, yeah, uh, did so because she got her start, or you know, part of her start there right. in education. It made sense for her to go a back to great to, educator. By absolutely, the way. she and is. She's fantastic. But these mm-hmm. last couple of weeks, you know, of, of, of being at, uh, at at Johnson, just how difficult that is sometimes because you get close to, to right. kids, she, you get close to family. So, so, I mean, after, after 10 years, yeah. even though change is good, mm-hmm. there's still the other part of this, which I'm sure that she, she indicated to you. Oh, absolutely. Yep. And, um, you know, just, just how, uh, how, uh, you know, difficult that is sometimes to, you know, to say goodbye mm-hmm. and, uh, really, uh, develop some good relationships with, uh, a lot of the students and, uh, the families there. And by the way, one more thing that I know, you know, just, just behind the scenes, you know, mm-hmm. something that you indicated, Winber, you know, that they've had uh, four changes yes. in, in uh, principles yep. over the years. Now, uh, I have a daughter just graduated from there. My son graduated from there about four years ago, too. Um, I, th- I believe that the circumstances behind these people leaving have, have been, you know, probably due to health concerns, you know, um, as you know, it's, it's not because it, it's, it's, it's an, unsavable yeah, it's, it's not that it's place. a bad school district. It's just, it's, it's unfortunately that's the nature of education right. as a, as a career, uh, from what I understand, you know, whenever there are these opportunities, much in the same mm-hmm. way that Kim had, when you've got these opportunities that pop up, you've got to take them. Right. And that's all it is, is you've got people who, who take positions and they have the best intentions and they're committed. And then something comes along and, and you think, oh, yeah, if, if only that would have been here a year ago. Right. I wouldn't have to jump. And I, you know, and I'll tell you, I've been in the same situation. There was, mm-hmm. there's been points in my life where I've held 
you know, multiple jobs in a year because the, the situation just, that's just the way adulthood is, right. unfortunately. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Until you you land in that place that's that's comfortable and, and right for you at the right time and you're just kind of on that, that journey. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, so the district has, you know, just experienced, you know, as I said, you know, with Kim coming aboard, um, you know, I believe that she has stated that, you know, that this is the last move of her career. And I'm always like, be careful what you right? say. <laughs> be careful what you say, because if you think that you're going to commit five, 10 years, again, that's yep. not the nature of the way this business is anymore. Yep. Well, this business, I'll tell you what, every business anymore, mm-hmm. every single business out there, gone are the days where, as a, as a young person, say uh, 18, 19, 20, you got hired somewhere and you you know, worked for the next 50 years. Mm -hmm. That just doesn't happen Mm -hmm. anymore, Mm -hmm. Uh, which is is, is an interesting thing to think about. Um, But it's just the the way that our economy works. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and I always use the sports analogy too. And I was just talking to my my friend uh, uh, about uh, this uh, uh, podcast of of, of Cal Ripken of the Baltimore Orioles Mm -hmm. with the, you know, with, with, with the consecutive game streak that he had, you know, uh, same thing in sports. I mean, it's so rare in professional sports. Major League Baseball, Cal Ripken played every game over that 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 long span of his career in a Baltimore Orioles jersey. Do, do you know what what was the what was his streak? I'm only curious because I uh, uh, actually I guess a few months ago now I was watching the Ken Burns documentary on uh, baseball, mm-hmm. right? And Lou Gehrig mm-hmm. had, at the time, the longest continual streak of playing. It didn't matter if he was sick or hurt or he took the field every single game. Mm-hmm. Right. Cal Ripken then passed up Lou Gehrig's record. Really? But this podcast is about uh, certain ways that the Baltimore Orioles would, would, would kind of bend the rules a little bit <laughs> of like calling off games, you know. Yep. In fact, there was one night in particular with a scandalous night, which I have to tell you about this off, off mic, where there was a, a, a power outage the night that he got into a fight with a well-known Hollywood oh, actor. Geez. It's a it's a good story. Well, I'll tell you what, actually, it. now that I think about that, it's, so it was Lou Gehrig. Yeah, it was okay. Lou Gehrig. Because mm-hmm. that's, I the said Iron it, Man. and then my mind thought, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, oh, wait, was it Joe DiMaggio? Because mm-hmm. it was right in the documentary, yeah. they talked about them almost back-to-back. Okay. But you never see professional baseball players, uh, you know, staying on the same team for 20-plus years. You don't see administrators staying for, like, five years or better. Changing nature of things. Josh Byers, the Tribune Democrat, joining us. And uh, outside of education, also some local history. I know that you are somebody that really enjoys telling stories about historic things in this region. (laughs) Yes, I am. And uh, I actually got the opportunity to do to get into that recently uh, with the 20th anniversary of the Q Creek Mine Rescue down in Somerset County. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing was uh, the week before the anniversary, I was down in Jennerstown uh, for at the Speedway talking to, I think, let me, let me count here in my head, there was uh, one, two, three, four, five, six of the miners were down there with former Governor uh, Mark Schweiker. Yeah. Just they were being honored for the anniversary at the Speedway. And then uh, on the anniversary weekend, that Friday, I was down 
at the Q Creek Rescue Site, uh, Bill Arnold's farm, uh, that he has now turned into a museum for that event in local history. And uh, I, I was down there for Rescuer Day, where there were guys who 20 years ago were in that same spot hoping they could pull nine miners mm-hmm. out of the ground that were almost 300 feet below the surface. Wow, yeah. yeah. And you're just getting to talk to those guys. And one thing that all kept coming up as I, as I chatted with them was teamwork. Everybody highlighted the teamwork. Mm-hmm. That there were no egos there. Mm-hmm. There, were, there was no competition. There was no fighting. They all had, and I think Bill Arnold said this uh, best, he said they all had one thing on their mind, and that was getting those guys out. Mm, yeah, and I tell you, what a story that yeah. was. You know, it it's one of those stories that you hope doesn't get diminished mm-hmm. over the course of the year. You know, and you think about the significance of what's gone on in Somerset County within that short time span. Yeah, and that particular that particular story was just such a great feel good type type story that I just hope that it's handed down from generation to generation. And still something that reflecting on it now, 20 years later, I mean, I was 20 years, 10. Yeah. I was 10 when that happened, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I remember it. Yeah. I remember the live news coverage. I remember the newspapers. I I remember watching when they pulled all nine miners out of the ground. Uh, Uh, Remarkable. Something you'll never forget. Yeah. Good stuff. Your podcast also. I've tuned into a couple. Uh, anything coming up? Any anybody interesting you have to talk to? I mean, is there anybody you're looking for that could be, uh, you know, a great? I'll tell you what. I'm always. Matter? I am always looking for interesting people to talk to. Um, most recently, I, I think one of the, the most interesting that I've had. Uh, I was down at the Great Allegheny Passage with Lindsay Bear who's the Parks and Trails Director for Somerset County, Larry Adams, who is on the board for the Parks and Trails Department. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he told me that when he was a park manager at Ohio Pile back 40 years ago or so, uh, he actually built the first 16 miles, him and his staff, of the Great Allegheny Passage. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so I got to talk to him. So if you're interested in hearing that story, Hiking the Highlands is available on pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. I have signed it up for that service. Uh, And especially on our uh, Tribune Democrat site, uh, tribdem.com backslash podcast backslash Hiking the Highlands. Yeah, always uh, always great stuff. Always good people. Yeah, I was going to ask you, I, I, what did you think? <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know what? I you know I love just the, the authenticity of like hearing, uh, you know, rustling going on within the background. <laughs> the shortness of breath, you know what I mean? It's oh, like, there's a lot of shortness <laughs> of breath sometimes. <laughs> but it really gives a credibility. Plus, I love the fact, something that I can identify with, uh, when you learn something, Mm-hmm. You learn something you didn't know. Just a surprise reaction that you can kind of hear from that. That's yeah. that's that's great. You I'll know tell you, I mean? that's my favorite part about doing this podcast is just being able to to have people tell me things that I, that's new information, right? New and and I I just I dig that. Yeah. Well, Josh, with the uh, school year upcoming here, and I know that there's probably going to be some uh, more uh, colorful 
uh, board meetings for local school districts and things that are going on. You know, still some decisions uh, need to be made regarding uh, uh, some of these schools. And I'm sure that the uh, last month before school year begins has some activity. So I'm sure there's still some more surprises that are out there. I hope they're tiny surprises. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. People want to reach out to you, Josh Byers. Uh, what do you advise that they do? Uh, you can give me a call or shoot me a text. It's 814-525-6280. Or you can send me an email at jbyers at tribdem.com. All right. Well, I'm sure we will be talking again uh, very, very soon as the new school year approaches. I'm going to take these next couple of weeks and take it easy because, uh, wow, once August 15th <laughs> hits for me, then it's chaos. Yep. And it's going to be the same way for many people within this region. One thing that I've learned about, you know, especially here we are late July, early August, for students that get stressed out about looking at the calendar, the only people that probably get a little bit more stressed out or teachers and administrators. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> so it should be an exciting couple of weeks ahead. Yeah. Josh Byers, always appreciate your time. Hey, thanks for having me.